Cranford Radio is at the Cranford Dramatic Club, and we're getting ready here for their next production, A Christmas Carol, the musical version of A Christmas Carol. And I'm here with several of the actors who are going to be participating, dancers, ensemble players. Thank you all for being here uh, this evening. Well, Scrooge, why don't we start off with you? Zach, you're playing uh, that lead character. I think most people know the basic story of A Christmas Carol, but tell me a little bit about this particular production. Who's that guy? Scrooge? No one's ever heard of him before. This production of A Christmas Carol, uh, a little different from usual ones, uh, considering most of the time you're going to be seeing a a straight drama or or some sort of cut-up or elongated version uh, of the original story. Um, This one actually only runs about an hour and a half long with an intermission. We added an intermission, so it's actually a little bit shorter than A Christmas Carol is usually meant to be. And the songs uh, that are included are are written, uh, they're written by Alan Menken and Lynn Ahearns, who are um, two very well-known composers. Uh, Alan Menken's a huge Disney guy. Uh, Lynn Ahearns um, was one of the minds behind... um, once on this island which just came back to broadway um so the music is just fantastic uh and you know the the usual story of a christmas carol everyone kind of knows uh it's about scrooge ebenezer scrooge who is a very jaded very grumpy very very lonely and sad individual who you know around one of the happiest times of the year still finds reason to be upset to be angry and to be uh considerably greedy uh and is visited by three ghosts Ghost of Christmas Past, Ghost of Christmas Present, and the Ghost of Christmas Future. And the whole story, as, as I'm sure many people know, revolves around how each of these three ghosts, along with the ghost of uh, Jacob Marley, who was his business partner, uh, kind of make him see, you could call it the error of his ways, and you could also call it help him see the joy of, uh, of a season and uh, the joy of, of life, because uh, while Christmas only occurs for about... 25 days, you know, a little bit over if you count after Thanksgiving, right after Thanksgiving. Um, They help him to realize how he can see a lot more of the joy in life um, beyond just uh, saving his money, buying things that uh, make him feel more powerful and how he's able to feel a lot more powerful by just um, enjoying what life has to offer, which is a lot of love. Um, He he finds uh, ironically enough, he finds a way to care for someone and to to see how fragile and wonderful life can be uh, through one of everyone's favorite characters, which is Tiny Tim. Um, and um, you learn a lesson with him because a lot of people realize there's a lot to enjoy about life. But I think people, especially right now, things fly past us so easily. We're all so busy. Um, and it kind of, I know for me specifically, it makes me stop uh, to kind of enjoy what's in front of us a little bit more because it's very easy to forget what's in front of you when you're looking towards what's uh, beyond you. We have two of the youngest performers that are part of this production, the uh, young girl who is going to be playing Tiny Tim and Skylar who is playing Jonathan. First, let's start with you, Giovanna. Tell me a little bit about being in this production. Is this the first time you're going to be on stage? Yes. Pretty excited about that? Yes. You have a hard time learning your lines? What's your secret? I just remember them. Very good. And you, Jonathan, or you, uh, Scott, you're playing Jonathan. Uh, tell me a bit about that part. Uh, I, I, I'm trying to think back to the times I've seen A Christmas Carol, and I can't quite place who Jonathan is. Well, at almost kind of the end of Nothing to Do With Me, I have a small solo after, I believe it's uh, Fred Anderson's part. I play a little annoying 
little kid who just wants money. He's kind of poor, so he just wants money. It's Christmas, and he's happy. We also have a couple of the dancers who are participating in this. Again, this is a musical, so uh, you do have uh, that aspect of the performance. Tell me a bit about the dancing part in this uh, particular play. Um, it's actually pretty challenging, which I wasn't expecting. I thought Christmas Carol was just going to be fun dancing around, you know, with presents and nothing crazy. But we actually have a pretty intense tap number, a few lifts throughout the show, uh, dancing on different props and set pieces. So it's definitely been a challenge, but it's a lot of fun telling the story through that way. Because like Zach was saying, there's a lot of street plays doing the story. So um, it's interesting doing a musical and be being able to show the story through dance. It's interesting to tell the story of a Christmas carol through music and dance because it's not typically the way that we've seen it performed or it's usually uh, closer to the book. Um, so this music is probably new and um, exciting to people who haven't seen the story in this way before. And Maddie, our um, director and choreographer, is brilliant and has been nothing but helpful and supportive and um, has such a great vision for this show and creates amazing stage pictures. So I think we owe it a lot to him for everything that you'll be seeing on stage. I asked the girl who's playing Tiny Tim about learning her lines. How about learning the dance steps? You talked about how complicated some of those dance steps are. What goes into trying to memorize where those feet are supposed to be all the time? We just have to work our butts off because, you know, he Maddie has a lot to do with this performance. He has a lot of amazing characters and uh, scenes that he has to work on. So the dances, we actually only learn them fully through once. And then you have to go home and do the homework yourself. You know, I know myself, I met with a lot of the other dancers because it was very challenging for me. And um, we had to put in a lot of extra time on our own to really perfect it and make sure that we were doing everything exactly how Maddie's been envisioning it. You know, Angela said he's been so incredible with his vision that we owe it to him to bring it to life exactly how he wants it. Yeah, any free moment we have, you'll find us back in the wings or in the hallway going over <laughs> something. Um, it's just a lot of repetition. And once it's in your body, you don't really forget it. And then comes the performance aspect and you bring the magic to the stage. And I think A Christmas Carol is definitely filled with magic. And it's really exciting to be a part of all of that. Two of the other actors that are participating in this part of the ensemble, but also playing uh, some key roles as drunks. Uh, <laughs> Sue, why don't you uh, tell me... practice drinking on the side. <laughs> we just actually play off of one another. We have little bottles of alcohol, and we just kind of sway around on stage and everything. We have fun. And if we laugh and if we screw up, actually, it comes out very funny. <laughs> You've got a built-in excuse. Yes, that is my saving grace, because I haven't been in a show in about 20 years. So I'm like, well, if I forget something or if I fall or I miss a line or it comes out crazy, then I'm playing a drunk. So that kind of goes with the character. It's perfect. If something happens, we help each other out. We go, you're supposed to say, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sue, have you been in other productions here at the CDC? This is my eighth. Uh, I think when uh, Zach, when we were in Oklahoma, you were a very little kid at that time. Even then I was the old lady in the background. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah, this is my eighth show here, and I've also been in some tra plays that weren't musicals here. Now, Zach, last time I talked to you, you were playing an assassin. This time you're playing Ebenezer Scrooge. Neither one exactly lovable, likable people. Are you afraid of being typecast? Oh, Bernie. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't... I, I'm actually really unsure how to answer. Not, uh, not because... Um, I'm very fortunate enough. I've, I, I mean, I've done a lot of theater here at uh, at CDC, which is always a great thing to come home to because this theater, quite literally for me, is is home. I live 
literally around the corner from it. Um, so it's just a great place to come back. And I've been fortunate enough here to have played so many different roles over the time that I've been here. You know, last year I got to do Assassins, which was great. And I played this very heavy and intense character. I also did James and the Giant Peach last year, which was our kid show. And I got to play um, a character called Lotta Lord, who was actually fun, free-going. I got to smile a lot, which I was not used to at that time uh, because of Assassins. And now being back here... Um, I'm first of all, I'm playing a part that I didn't think I'd be playing yet. I, I always said that I wanted to play a role like a, a Scrooge because it's such an iconic character. And I think it's, if you do theater and you're a guy, it's just something that exists on your bucket list. If it's something you're pretty serious about. Um, but to be playing it at, I'm only 23 years old. Um, not, not, I'm not boasting about my age or anything like that. 23, 23 feels like an eternity right now. Um, because I've, I'm just fortunate to be working a lot um, and doing a lot of things that keep me busy. But to be doing it, to be playing Scrooge so young, I, I think of it as a total blessing because this is something I'd, I'd love to revisit. Um, and I never thought I'd be singing in A Christmas Carol, um, which just means a lot to me because singing is is my first home, I consider, when it comes to theater. Um, so to be, you know, I, I, as far as typecasting goes, I hope I keep playing a wide variety of roles. Um but I mean, to be playing a role like this is just, I mean, it's, I couldn't ask for a better role. It doesn't, it doesn't get much better than, than Scrooge, especially around Christmas. Hopefully, please don't cast me just as mean, grumpy people. <laughs> but um, if you want to, I'm okay with that too. The performances are going to be coming up in December. Zach, can you tell me when uh, people can see the play? Yes, we open next week. Uh, our first performance is December 8th. We have performances uh, December 8th, 9th, and 10th is our first weekend. Uh, and you can find us doing two performances on uh, December 9th, which I believe is a Saturday. Um, and then we come back that next week for the 14th, 15th, and 16th, which is a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, and you can find us again on that Saturday. We're doing two performances. Um, our matinees can be done... Uh, you can find us here uh, at the CDC at 1.30 p.m. Uh, and in our evening shows, you can find us here at 7.30 p.m. If you're looking for more ticket information, feel free to visit our website, which is cdctheater.org. Uh, that's cdctheater.org. And you can also call the box office, which is 908-276-7611. Uh, and someone will get in contact with you here. And we hope to see you here. We love this season, and we hope you enjoy it with us. A Merry Christmas to everyone. Merry Christmas.